Hello and welcome everyone to this episode 10 of the Impulse Control Experiment. I am appreciative as always for you to join me here and keep me accountable. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. It was a pretty good day overall, I would say. Um, a little bit better than last Saturday. You know, last week I kind of talked about how I thought that the side effect of the, of the experiment was going to be that weekends were going to be super productive and I was going to get at it and do everything. And then last Saturday I sat on the couch and did absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, you know, like bought an Xbox and played video games a little bit. Um, so this Saturday was much better. Um, woke up and got right to work. Had some things around the house to do, um, a lot of cleaning and maintenance things, a little grocery shopping, you know, um, just kind of the typical thing. But for me, getting even the typical thing done instead of uh, laying around hungover, taking naps and, and just doing nothing all day on a Saturday is, is pretty good. So celebrating those victories, pretty happy about that, pretty happy about the things that I got done. Um, did still not have a perfect day with the wife but we are working better towards that communicating better and when we have those small snafus we are uh trying to get back to that and did a little bit of better communicating and you know still work from both ends so um change takes time change is a process and you're not going to get it right overnight so just keep trying and uh remember if you didn't get it right today you got another day coming tomorrow so um, other than that, I, I don't think there were really any major events today. Um, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I, I am kind of interested. I am kind of worried to see as I settle into the experiment here. I mean, we're on day 10. Um, I am interested to see if I still have like checkups to talk about as we go through the experiment. So I guess it would be a good problem to have to say, you know, today was a good day. Went to work, came home, had dinner hung out, you know, and that was that, um, but like I said, so far so good, um, did have, did have a little bit of a scuffle with the wife, but we're, we're getting through that, so, so everything is, um, going well, actually, um, now that I think about it, I am pretty proud of myself for, again, really diving into a temptational situation and surviving one more time, so, Went over and hung out with some friends this evening, and um, there was, you know, some inebriation going on. Uh, there was some alcohol around. There was some cannabis around. Uh, lots of conversation and all that stuff, and didn't bother me one bit. I mean, I was even, I was even um, part of the passing process of uh, of the joint and just passed it right by, right under my nose. No big deal. So, um, and for those of you that are thinking, I don't believe I got a contact high. So I was, uh, we were actually outside. Um, so I, I wasn't really worried about imbibing at that time and kind of thought to be, to be honest at the time, I kind of thought if it happens, it happens. Um, I wouldn't be too mad about it. My intent is still solid, even though I was in the area, but, um, I wasn't really trying to catch a contact high, and and I don't think that I did. So I think I'm still pretty good in that regard, and everything is still intact and, and going well. So I'm pretty proud of myself on that, you know. And, and even there were some discussions about it because when you're around a crowd of people that 
smoke cannabis regularly and they're used to you smoking and you know now you're passing they kind of look at you sideways and wonder what's going on with you and so we got to talking and you know again this comes back to I almost could do a whole nother episode on intent we've already done an episode on intent so I don't really want to spend too much time there but what what I do what I did reiterate and what I did notice is that you know this whole thing really isn't that hard I mean it it of course is hard, but it's more hard in a very brief moment. Like, ooh, nope. You know, just something like that. Just, ooh, nope. Oh, that'd be, nope. And actually, actually, um, the the closest I got to, to making a mistake today was, well, I guess there was two. So I have allowed myself fruit as far as the sugars go and went out to um, Chinese buffet with uh, some friends and that's a pretty good place to go when you're on the, the low sugar, low carb, because you got plenty of options and, you know, you can get some meat as long as you stay away from the breaded and fried stuff and you're good to go. But um, fried plantains, I was like, oh, yeah, fried plantains. Last time when I was on the keto diet, couldn't have the fried plantains at the Chinese buffet, which fried plantains at the Chinese buffet, like somebody hooked me up on that because I, I don't think that exactly works. I, I'm. I'm not sure if plantains are part of Chinese cuisine, but I mean, I'm not mad about it. Plantains are awesome, but I don't really think that that fits. Uh, but neither do chicken wings and pizza, but they're on the Chinese buffet as well. So, you know, whatever. But anyways, I threw a couple of plantains on my uh, on my plate. And I was like, yeah, plantains. And I got down and I was sitting and eating them. And uh, my wife, Holly, she's like, hey, plantains are super starchy. I'm pretty sure that counts as a carb. And I was like, oh, damn. So... <laughs> So, um, I didn't eat the plantains and, um, the other thing was a large bowl of leftover Halloween candy and I'm walking through the living room and nobody's around and I eyeball that Halloween candy and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, even think I saw a Twix in there, which, uh, Twix or, or, or maybe a Kit Kat or something with that cookie crunch in it. It's a big time, big time enjoy on this guy. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I took a big, like, kind of, like, expend, extended uh, strep towards that. And I had to kind of grab myself by the brain and turn around and give it a big, you know, exaggerated step back in the other direction. Because I was immediately like, oh, yeah, candy. Oh, no, you're you're not doing that. So, um, a real real good for me. I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself for those. So, celebrating a lot of victories this evening. Uh, still have some work to do. But pretty pleased with myself for the day. Um not going to let that five to 10 minutes of negativity shut my day down. Um, another big, actually another huge celebration for me that I, that I kind of had forgot about, but, um, so I've been doing these chakra clearings as part of my Reiki training. And one of the things that has been, um, which this is going to be a funny statement because the second rule of Reiki is do not, or excuse me, the first rule of Reiki is, is do not worry. And something that I have been worrying about is that I am having, up until now, I have had difficulty seeing the actual chakras through my visualizations. And that has been something that um, not only has concerned me, but has actually bothered me a little bit to be doing this activity where I need to be able to see these chakras and not being able to see them with my eyes closed. So today, um, I was allowed by my teacher to try a new chakra clearing. I've been doing the same one for the past week. And 
first of all, I really enjoyed it. This one was kind of different. It was just um, a guy playing the, the glockenspiel or like the bells. So um, it was just music and no words. And surprisingly enough, through that, some of the chakras started to show up. And I saw one kind of going around counterclockwise in a circle. I saw another one like in a almost like a continuous loop, like one circle would show up and kind of fall down. And I definitely noticed the blues and the purples. And so for me, being able to achieve at least on some level that visualization is huge. Something that uh, a, a belief that I've been trying to release um, is that up until now I have not been good at visualizing, but I think I am finally coming around and turning that corner. And I'm pretty excited because there is a lot of power in the ability to visualize. And sometimes when I hypnotize people and they describe the things that they see and the way that they see them, I do have this little piece of me that, you know, wishes that I could do that. Um, but because up until now, I've had a little bit of trouble with that. But I'm super excited. And I think that moving forward, I'm going to start getting more and more of that and that um, I'm really going to start to fall into this and get uh, get some power. So we have 20 days left of the impulse experiment and the Reiki training, and I'm pretty excited about both of those. That being said, I'm going to take a little sip of the old chamomile peach tea today. That's right, getting a little crazy with it, a little wild throwing two tea bags in the cup at the same time. Whew, watch out, folks. <clears throat> it is getting crazy here in the office at St. Louis Hypnosis. I'm going to spend a special shout out to the wife, Holly, for the suggestion of throwing the peach and chamomile together. It was a good move. I'm pretty happy about it. You know, another limiting belief that I'm glad that this experiment has helped me release is the fact that I only like Earl Grey tea. So, to be perfectly honest, there is one reason and one reason alone that I started drinking hot tea. And that is the same reason that up until very recently, the only kind of tea that I have enjoyed is Earl Grey. And I'm going to be honest, and this is silly, but my very favorite sci-fi character of all time, Jean-Luc Picard, drinks tea, Earl Grey hot in probably 75% of the episodes of Star Trek Next Generation. And I'm like, one day I was just like, you know what? If it's good enough for JLP, it's good enough for me. And I heated up some water and I tossed the tea bag in the cup and I'll be damned that stuff is good. However, Earl Grey tea is made with a gray tea. It is, or, or maybe a black tea, I don't know. And it has caffeine in it. So, can't have that throughout the experiment. Now, I did purchase uh, some decaf Earl Grey tea today. Um, and there's a little spectrum that I've got my herbal teas, which is uh, the tea, and the, or the uh, peach and the chamomile here that I'm working on, are herbal teas that are naturally caffeine-free. The Earl Grey tea, they have taken the caffeine out of, so there is still going to be a tiny bit in there. And as we discovered on Monday, the decaf coffee that I made in my French press, uh, I could tell there was caffeine and it was too much. So 
not going back to that, but I think maybe in the small package and um, in the controlled amount and properly uh, measured that I should be pretty good with the decaf Earl Grey tea. So we're going to try some of that pretty soon and just see uh, how that goes. So after all that rambling about Earl Grey tea and Jean-Luc Picard, um, I think uh, tonight's topic that I want to speak on is honoring your past self. So when we go through change, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people will say, this is the new me, or I need or I need to be a better person, or something of that nature. And I as well, when I started my change process, thought this, I even remember having this uh, discussion with my mentor, Paul, about needing to become a better person. And that framing is is not correct. Um, I mean, I understand it and I get what people are saying when they're saying that. But I think it's really important to notice that no matter what you do, no matter uh, what you have done in the past, no matter what you will do in the future, you are you and you are always going to be the same person. So, If you're going through change, you're thinking about going through change, uh, the proper phrasing or the way to think about that is to be your best self. And I think that that's an important distinction. And you see a lot these days um, on the old social medias, like something like hashtag live your best life or something like that. And um, being your best self allows you to live your best life. And I really feel like that's important because when we want to become a new person, we essentially want to become someone else. And I know that we've touched a little bit on this in a previous episode, but you cannot become someone else. It's it's just not possible. And so it's important to realize that everything that you have done up until this point has made you the person that you are. And so if you've done something that you're not proud of or something happened to you, like trauma or something like that, that you wish didn't happen to you, first of all, we we can't go back in time, so we can't change that. So it's important to know that, to accept what it was that happened to you or what it was that you did. Accept that as truth. And also to know that while it may have hindered you or harmed you or been something that you weren't proud of in that moment, there's also something about that moment that made you exactly who you are, that essence of yourself. And everything that you do all builds up Almost like, uh, almost like if you're a video game character and you're trying to level up, everything that you do matters and everything that you do gives you experience points as you're moving through the world. So it's very important to realize that not only can you not actually change yourself, you can only be a better version of yourself, but that doing so allows you to live your best life. And that those past experiences are important and they give you knowledge and they give you frame of reference. So in the case of like addiction, say, say that you up until now have been an addict and now you are moving forward and giving up your substances and living your best life and being your best self. 
So you can't do that if you haven't first had that negative experience. And a lot of times there are lessons to be learned in that negative experience that we need to take once we heal ourselves and once we move back into a productive role, some of those lessons that we learned are going to not only allow us to be productive, but they may drive us to be more productive than we ever thought possible. And once you have overcome whatever that issue, be it addiction or trauma or whatever it is, once you have overcome that, well, then smaller challenges, you know, like like work or starting your own business or something like that, now become easy because you are yourself and you have seen yourself overcome these things before and once you've done something like overcome trauma or shed addiction or you know something like that you know making cold calls is easy what you know shaking hands with somebody and building rapport becomes easy some of these things that remember in a past episode we talked about the saber tooth tiger some of these things that that bring up that feeling inside you like there's a saber tooth tiger they're just not as scary as some of the things you've already done some of the things you've already been through so it's very important to recognize the value of your past and how much that makes you who you are and how much that gives you the ability to conquer controversy or fear or anxiety or um, communication in the future. And so you must learn these lessons and you must be that former self. So I want you to think about that um, pretty pretty deeply here and I want you actually you know we started this podcast with gratitude we talk a lot about gratitude I want you actually to take a moment and look back into your past and thank your past self for everything that they did everything that up until now you have looked into your past and seen as a negative Every time you made the wrong decision or, you know, you hurt someone or your trauma caused you to act a certain way or anything like that, I want you to thank yourself, your past self, for doing that so that you could learn the lessons because without those things happening, you wouldn't have ended up in this moment right here, which is now a moment that's going to allow you to succeed in the future. And as you work into this gratitude process and you thank your past self for all those negative emotions, thoughts, um, actions, you realize that if anything were to change, you could be a completely and totally different person. So don't be mad or sad about the things that have happened in the past, but be grateful for them because without them, you might not never reach this place here where you have started to change. If you're sitting in the past and you're not making all those decisions, well, maybe you wouldn't have gone down the same path, but that means you might not have the ability to take the path that you're taking now. And the path that you're taking now is a path of 
positivity and power and production and moving forward. And if you didn't have those negative experiences in your past, you might not be as resilient, as powerful uh, as you are now. And so it's just always important to realize that, again, while we know about time, that everything exists at the same time so that you can actually look back into your past and thank the you of last week, last month, last year, last decade, and know that you're working towards something great. And on the other side of that, after you get done thanking your past self, take a moment to look into the future and thank your future self. Because that guy's important too, or gal. Because if you visualize your future self, and you really dive into that visualization of, you know, whatever it is. If, if you're the kind of person that likes material things, then, then imagine your future self with those material things. And, and don't hold back. You're, you're visualizing in your own head for your own self. So, you know, like if you want, you know, cars, money, houses, women, you know, as long as you're in a respectful manner... Uh, visualize that. If that's what drives you, then that's fine. Don't let anybody else judge you because you're doing this in your own head. But the more vividly you can visualize your future and your future self, the more likely you are to get those things. And as you move into your future, you will see those manifestations come true. And that's not to say that you can just close your eyes and dream that you you know have a million dollars and it'll happen. But the thing is, the more you spend time visualizing that future achievement and those future um, accomplishments, the more you'll realize that you enjoy doing the work to make it happen. You're always going to need work. Work is always going to have to happen. But if you're doing work in the right way, and if you're working from a place of abundance, and you are happy and passionate about the work that you're doing, then you're going to end up in a much better space than the guy who goes to work, clock in, is miserable, and then goes home. So take that time not only to honor and thank your past self, but to visualize, honor, and thank your future self as well. And realizing that your past self is completely necessary and every step of the way has led you to this point. And if you changed anything about your past self, you would not make it to this point. You would be somewhere completely different. And just honor that person and thank that person and be grateful that you went through the things that you've gone through to make you the person that you are today. And know that because of those things in the past that you've already conquered, be it how good, how bad, how you know uncomfortable, whatever those things are, thank yourself. Because if they're really terrible, well, look, you're here. You're doing the thing. So they gave you the power to conquer life. And you'd be grateful for that. And with all of your heart and all of your mind, you need to go back and thank and be grateful for your past self.
So the more grateful for you are for your past self and the more time you spend visualizing and imagining your future self, the happier your present self will be. It's a simple concept. Thank you for where I've been. Be grateful. And then visualize so you can achieve that future. And then be happy in the present. I know this is a short episode, guys, but I think that's about all I have on the topic there tonight. Um, so I appreciate you joining me and hanging in for this one. And uh, remember... Make every day greater than the last, and if you fail, that's okay, because it means it'll be easier tomorrow. Live with gratitude, celebrate your victories, and I'll see you tomorrow.